This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Kicking off the 4 o'clock hour here on uh, Gwen and Chris. Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr. on his birthday. Matt Scraby alongside as well as uh, we broadcast live from the Odyssey Palace Studios here in San Diego, California. Uh, we're going to play some Chris first to the fans here. Chance for you to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. We'll give you some more details in just a moment. But want to catch you up on what's going on here this afternoon in case you're just tuning in. A.J. Preller met with the media. Well, he didn't actually meet with the media in person. It was a Zoom call it was. meeting. Uh, for the uh, Padre general manager today, among other things, he uh, said, quote, Bob Melvin is our manager and is going to be our manager going forward. Uh, he said a lot's been said the last few weeks, obviously, but both he and I are very excited about the challenge of getting this group back to the postseason next year. Of course, the uh, announcement from Preller coming uh, just a few days after the Star-laden Padres finished this disappointing season at 82 and 80, and uh, missed the playoffs despite increasing their payroll to around 258 million dollars on opening day. Uh, uh, AJ Preller was asked uh, several times about the uh, the disconnect, the discord uh, within the organization, the dysfunction. Some even said. And uh, Preller said, uh, from my standpoint, a lot has been overblown. There have been reports that, hey, we don't speak, talking about he and Melvin. But he said, we're talking four or five times a day. Personally, we have a friendship. I don't put a lot of stock into the unnamed reports and sources and stories that are out of context. Still, there are conspiracy theorists out there who think that maybe Bob Melvin isn't 100%. Confirmed coming back next year, despite what A.J. Preller said today. Bob Melvin was not part of the press conference today. And there was one moment where A.J. was asked about what he and the Padres would do if another team shows interest in Bob Melvin. And A.J. Preller declined to answer that question. And that has seemed to spark a little controversy out there. But uh, that is where things stand with the Padres as of right now. Bob Melvin will be coming back next year until further notice. Uh, you can hear, by the way, we carried the press conference on uh, 
97.3 The Fan. You can go back and listen to it if you'd like to hear it in its entirety, including some real bang-up questions from our Associated Press friend, Bernie Wilson. He threw some fire. At, we haven't uh, even played the, at the, AJ the, the first one yet. Yeah, we might get to some of that a little bit later in the program. But uh, if you want to go listen to the press conference, 97.3thefansd.com or download the Odyssey app. Uh, meanwhile, it is still 2 nothing Twins over the Blue Jays. Twins batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. Loving, they would love to add to that lead. Minnesota is uh, six outs away, though, from advancing to uh, face the Houston Astros in the second round of the divisional playoff round of the American League. And earlier today, Bruce Bochy and the Texas Rangers moved on with a 7-1 thrashing of the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, so uh, Bochy, who took over a team that was, what, last place a year ago, huh, Tony? Rangers? If they weren't last, they were pretty close to it last year. I'd have to look it up officially. But uh, to get them from where they were to where they are now, playing in the American League Divisional Series, another bang-up managerial job by Boach. And uh, his club moved on convincingly today. All right, let's uh, get you qualified here for Chris versus the fans. Grand prize, two-night stay, Westgate, Las Vegas. Tickets to Frankie Valley, the legendary Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, live in concert at the International Theater at Westgate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino. This show is a must-see for any fan of classic rock and roll. Get tickets and VIP packages now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their 70 million dollar room renovations bringing back the legendary vegas fun let's go now if you had one shot one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself howdy do now is your time listen to me this guy is dangerous now is your opportunity to win a prize well i hope you know jen for chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 the fan Major iPhone problems here in studio, everybody. Man, if you had an Android, you wouldn't be dealing with this. Androids don't have SIM cards. I'd also be by my lonesome if I was on an Android. You know what? I like being on my lonesome. Good. I'm I'm glad you like being a loner. Let's go to (laughs) our first. Hold on. I haven't given the rules yet. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And if you're a first-time player, let us know before you get into the first question or the second question, or actually the first question, and we will give you the first question for I'm sorry. Free. I know I said first question like 12 times in that, that one sentence. That came in the middle of a yawn, so I missed out on the player. It's okay. Well, it's I just okay. want to... Uh, you, are, you are older today, so it's, uh, it makes sense that you're yeah, going to be fine. You're getting, tired. you're getting tired earlier. Funny guy. He's going to be the, the, the guy eating the turkey at Thanksgiving and passing out on the couch. Trick I, I've been that guy for a long time. Okay. So don't you worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so that's the Just rules. for the record, first two Chris vs. the fans this week have both gone to tiebreakers. They yes, have. They have. One was not even decided. Did, so, you, did uh, you get into these questions at all? Did you I did. See if, uh, I did, we'll I did if, actually. Uh, the callers can prevail today. I did. I added some uh, postseason questions. Postseason questions. Post-season all questions. right. Let's get to our first contestant, Chris from Claremont. Welcome to the show, Chris. How are you? First time player. First, first time, time player. This is your chance, Chris. All the way to question two. Boom. First question. Second question. <laughs> Uh, what? Mm, let's go at this one. 
Which pitcher has the most games of 10-plus strikeouts in 2023? Uh, Zach Gallen. Zach, Zach Gallen, son. Stay there. That is incorrect. I will guess the uh, strikeout leader, Spencer Strider. Tight pants himself. Hot pants. That is ah. correct. Sorry about that, Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. We move Man. to our next Sorry contestant. So many good questions that Tony asked the, that one. Wyatt in San Diego. Scraby gets so show. upset when I get one right. I <laughs> oh, mean, no, no, it no, just no. breaks his heart I every not, single no. time. No, it was not that. Yes, Hello, Wyatt. True. How are you? Doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, well. Wyatt. Okay. Here we go. First question. Carlos Correa was going to sign with what NL West team before his medicals concerned the team? That'll be the San Francisco Giants. The Gigantes. Tough yes. offseason for them last year. Possibly cost a manager his job. Yeah, Arson yeah. Judge, if he was there, it would have been great. Uh, all right, we move to the next question. Oh, this is definitely a scravy written question. What primarily AL outfielder has hit the most home runs in postseason history? Primarily AL outfielder. I don't know, narrow it down for you. Wyatt. Primarily AL outfielder. He played the NL outfielder specifically. Most home I can't runs even think of a name right now with that question. I'm just going to pass this off to Chris. Oh, Chris passes it off He's going to gonna say, I don't know. Chris, this might be a good strategy right here. Yeah, it could be because you don't give me we've an incorrect this, answer. We've seen the strategy recently. Uh, I'll try Manny Ramirez. Wow. Uh, Manny Ramirez. Sorry about that, Wyatt. And once again, Scrape is ecstatic for me. Well, this question, okay, can I tell you Can I tell you what would have happened if I would have asked it the way I wanted to ask it? I, I, wait, first of all, how did you, please tell us how you wanted to ask that question. I wanted to ask it, what outfielder has the most home runs in postseason history? But. What would have been wrong with that? You could have said what that AL would, Because you would have been the, that, but he wasn't only an AL outfielder. He played for the Dodgers. So that's where the primarily would have said what AL outfielder. Someone would have been like, well, actually, he played for the Dodgers, so he was in the NL for a Who's little. Who's somebody? Bit. Me? Yes. Are you trying to do? My, are you trying to do an imitation of my voice? Well, yes. Which all of a sudden is that? Yeah, I don't know. Let me know. ask you a question. Does he have the most outfield home runs in the postseason? Outfield home runs? Out by an outfielder. He has the most in postseason history. So you could have just you could have just made it. I was giving hints because no one would have gotten it. I think the reason why he got it is because he has the most. I also would have said what current Hall of Famer, but he's not a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. So I don't thank think he's going to goodness do that, I didn't ask that. All right, we move to uh, our next contestant, Michael in Lemon Grove. Michael, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi, Mike. Well, well. Uh, pretty we good. Go. First question. What celebrity is in a relationship with Travis Kelsey? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've heard anything about this the last few oh. weeks. Uh, no, that's unfortunate. Oh, good I guess. I think you got it nice right guess. there. Nice the guess. Madden 25 cover girl. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Which, which would be hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Quest. My wife is already asking me, is the Chiefs game on this Sunday? Is she going to be at the game? Like, why? So we can watch the game just so they can hey. shoot shots of her in the crowd? NFL is not mad about it at all. No, no. but the big, in the Big Five, the Kelsey brothers had something to say oh, about okay. it. Okay, we'll hear about that in yeah. the Big Five. All right, here we go. Question number two. 
This is this is tough. This is real tough. Who is the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals right now? Mm, boy. <laughs> um, boy. Uh, no idea. Joe Pickles. Joe Pickles. Joe Pickles. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I almost want to let you through because that was an amazing name. Um, Mr. Ello. Uh, Jonathan Gannon. I guess it wasn't that hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, from Scra- Lemon Grove. He's so, he's so so irritated. Let's go to our next contestant, Robert. Robert, welcome to the show. See if you can get all the way to the end here. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Let's first, hope so. first question. What MLB team left Canada to go to Washington, D.C.? The Montreal Expos. There you go. That is indeed correct. On to question number two. What former Yankee has the most at-bats in postseason history? Derek Jeter. Indeed. I, would, I thought someone was like Babe Ruth or something. Yeah, no. Well, they didn't have as many postseason oh, games. Oh, wow. Point. Did you just see my man get trucked? No, we're on the radio. Oh, sorry. I'm talking to you guys, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Question number three is... In 2000, who became... Who became the first team to make four first-round picks in the same draft? NFL team. In what year? In a 2000. Yeah. A what sport? NFL. The Tampa Bay Bucks? Tampa Mm. Bay Bucks. Stay there, Robert. Mr. Ella. Stay there, Robert. Uh, Was it Cleveland? Browns did have quite a few. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was after 2000. No though. good, though. The answer, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. And they still bungled it away, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Good job, Robert. Stay on the Robert, line. hang on the line. Uh, oh, that was for the win? That was for the win. Oh, wait. I want to answer again. Uh, it was <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> he was, that was, that's good just me. He was double-checking your answer there, Scrape. Yeah, congratulations to you out there. Hang what on. was it that Chris well looked done. up on the air yesterday because a caller said, oh, it was um, it was the question to you. It was like Willie McGillicuddy or something. And he asked Willie who the uh, Charger defensive end who jumped off sides in the 1980 yes, AFC right. championship that's game right. was. And I said it was Leroy Jones, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> to the uh, to the despite what the I love when I hear said. furious typing over in that corner because I know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to back up my yeah, own. No, I'm, I'm glad my you own do answer. It. I'm you glad know, you I do it. Throw that out there. All right, so. uh, let's get to break. Uh, when we return, more Gwen and Chris. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 421 on the clock, Tony Gunn Jr., Chris Solo, Matt Scraby. We haven't talked a lot about it, and I've been happy not to talk about it most of this early NFL season, yeah. and that's our fantasy. Yeah. Scraby beat you. I think it was 154 to 122. <laughs> I think it was actually <laughs> 127 <laughs> I checked in the break. God, he is just a, he's a certifiable pain in the butt. Is. is it is it any wonder why everybody in the league roots against you? Everybody every in the week? league roots against me? Yeah, they root for their team to win and they root for your team to lose. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I know feel like that's about you. You know what's funny today I got uh I was uh you know I sent we were doing an uh, I'm doing an event for uh people I'm close with uh with Lululemon. And uh the head there, Melissa, sweet lady, she she hooks me up all the time. Uh, she was telling me I needed to send you an invite. It's great. You know, oh, really? Why? You know why? Because she listens to our show, and she told me that she feels like you catch a lot of hell from from Chris and I. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was another one of this those is conversations. Just so <laughs> it is so one sided. The people don't hear all the crap he gives us. How many? How many people need to tell you that you're mean <laughs> before you guys believe that you're actually mean? I mean, it's it's I, in the hundreds listen, at this point. Listen, I don't deny. That any chance we get, we try to roast you. <laughs> okay. I don't deny that at all. But it's coming from a good place, is what I'm saying. I have also and told I just people... Want peop- I just want people to know that as much as we try to roast Scraby, it comes from a place of love. It's not... We don't actually... We don't dislike Speak Scraby at all. Speak for yourself, Tony. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you, you notice I don't say anything because I already knew that was the truth. <laughs> oh, at least from my perspective, then. I'm just you saying. know what? When people tell me that they need, you guys need to be nicer to to me. I always say, well, you know, I do deserve it sometimes, which well, I do. Well, which you, I do. I would say it's fifty fifty. You deserve it versus you don't. Sometimes it's it's low hanging fruit and it's just easy. Yeah, I'll be over here doing my work, cutting <laughs> podcasts. And sometimes then you like, might well, not. Scravy thinks the Bowbell is going to be retired tomorrow. <laughs> Sometimes you catch some strays. I think that is definitely true. <laughs> but it com- It still comes from a good place. Wait, wait, you said Melissa is her name? Yes. All right, Melissa, I can't wait to meet you. And uh, you can be mean to the guys for me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, anyway, I was talking about my fantasy, our fantasy. I'm one in three on the season. It hasn't gone well. I'm hoping the uh, Jonathan Taylor coming off the PUP list can... Ignite my Jump squad, your yeah. Club. I'm not sure you two gentlemen. I have not been locked in because I am one and three. I right just now. got my first win this week. Oh, so, so you're I'm one and three. One and three. Uh, gave up about <laughs> 700 points the first I'm sorry. three weeks. Scravy is like having the best oh, time. Oh, he's over just here. licking his chops. I'm over not there. saying a word. Over here. Say yeah, you're not saying a word. Is. But if everybody can see your dude, I can't wait till we start our little uh, cameras. Cameras in here. Yeah. They're gonna get to see. 
your little face, and why we react the way we do. It won't sometimes. be long. It won't be long, Scraby, before you blow another opportunity to uh, advance uh, to the yes, postseason. Yes, yes. My my Jamar yes. Chase eighth round pick is not working out this year, guys. Yeah, you What's still your records, right? Three and one, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three and one. You couldn't wait to get leading that off the there. East Division right now. Yeah, you got an eighty-nine percent chance of going to the postseason. Right now, it's eighty-six. You must be the one that makes those odds. I, I don't know why you're so heavily well, favored to go to the postseason. Why? Fourth highest scoring team in the league right now, and that comes with the lowest score of the league in week one. So it just shows you what my team's all about, what they're capable of. I scored. Uh, I scored one fifty-seven against Tony. We were well aware of that. I scored one fifty against uh, Will last week, so we're well aware of that as well. Just getting crazy right now, Just guys. feeling good. I will say one thing you did right this year. You picked up Kyron Williams of the Rams. Yes, you did. And that was an excellent pickup. He's turned into quite the running back for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A guy that really nobody had ever heard of. So that was a good move. Why don't you just say, hey, thank you, instead thank of going, you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay, I know. You're right. I'm brilliant. You're right. You're right. I'm brilliant. You're right. I'm I, just brilliant. Thank you. The only reason I picked him up is because I remember him winning a bunch of fantasy matchups last year because he had like four touchdowns or something in the playoffs. Uh, but the Survivor League that we have, uh, Chris, you're still in it, right? Yeah. Still going. I am there still going as well. In. You're still. In. I've been out for like a couple weeks. Now. I think you've been out since like week two, maybe. Yeah, and that's not me joking. Two, no, week two was the, my last week. Uh, ben Higgins is still active in the Survivor. Okay. Uh, Tony is not. Sam Levitt is not. Chris and I are. But we have thirty. Uh, 33 players that are still active. 33 have still made it through out four about, weeks. Out, out of over, well over 100. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. All right. Good for everybody out there. Continue getting your survivor picks yeah, good in. good for you guys. We're having some fun with that so far, or most of us are. Yeah. I think but, uh, fantasy football really, someone came to me and they said, hey, I'm playing fantasy football for the first, t- first time, and it's really stressful. And I'm like, yes, it's very stressful. I don't know why I let myself get so stressed out. Like Sunday night or Monday night, I needed Tyler Lockett to have five points. And it was consuming me until he got that five points. It's ridiculous. I don't know why I do it to myself. I don't know. I've had a lot of depressing Sundays because of fantasy <laughs> football. And I've I've gone to my, uh, my own personal... Uh, my own personal uh, mental health professional, <laughs> who is the mirror, and I've the looked mirror. in it, and I've looked in it many times, and I've said, "Would you stop letting fantasy football affect you so much?" It's hard. I'm so getting now, better at it. I really so, am. And I feel I'm getting better at it. And then two weeks ago, I lose for the third game, and I go to zero and three, and I felt like I was playing it off okay, and my wife goes. You're just in a bad mood because your fantasy team lost again. <laughs> and that set me off. And then I went, I was not mad. I wasn't mad, but now I'm mad. You just needed somebody to, yeah. to get you there, huh? She was like, oh, you're just mad because your fantasy team lost what's, again. Like, what's Lori's record? She's 2-2. Two and two, Okay. And she's facing Scraby this week. So oh, she's got her work cut out for her. off of you, Scraby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really got her work cut out for her this week. Uh, really she's got some hope. people on by. So. But uh, right now we have four players that are 3-1, and one, including Scraby. We have four players that are 2-2. Two and two, including Lori, and then we have four players that are one and three, and that is Tony and myself and a couple of others. So has anybody, very has anybody, has anybody winless? No, nobody's winless and nobody's undefeated. So it's, that's again, our league right there. Yeah, our league's pretty competitive, despite the fact that uh, you know there's two game gap is all. 
So it's early in the season. We still got 10 games to go. A lot can happen. You know what? Uh, Adam and I were talking the other day because both of us had fantasy baseball teams that were in the championship. And I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm just saying it. Yes, you are. But he ended up losing his fantasy baseball championship. And we talked. I think I became his therapist. And I feel like I needed to charge him because we talked for a good 30 minutes about the fantasy baseball woes and losing a championship. And it's really tough on people. It really is. I just like as long as I get. Why to the... would he talk with you I about losing his fantasy championship? Because I asked him. so that you could gloat and give it the other side no. from how it feels to, <laughs> to win. win. I here's win. how the conversation went. I said, "Hey, Adam, it, like, how did you do in your fantasy You're baseball?" Right. Of course, you brought this up because you already knew you'd won. <laughs> no, I said, "Hey." How do you do in your fantasy baseball championship? And then he told me that he lost, and he goes into the reasons why he lost, and I was uh, being there for him. I was, I was not- being there for him. I was him. nodding sure. my head in agreement, <laughs> trying to be uh, you know, a supporter. And then when he was done, I was like, hey, man, did you hear I won the fantasy baseball league? Hey, man, did you hear I won? Did he you hear like, I won the fantasy football he, league? He was like, that's great. I, I That's great. <laughs> he was just like, who cares? Like, I if you're driving along right now, please honk your corn in celebration of Scraby's baseball Oh, that fantasy. would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. You'll never hear it. It would be amazing, huh? I'm listening. You know what's true in this room is that I have a fantasy baseball championship and you guys don't. Well, I, I don't play fantasy baseball. How do you know, that, so. do you know that I don't? I've I been playing don't. fantasy I've baseball. I've heard you playing forever i've won like six fantasy baseball championships i haven't won any recently there's a listener theory about chris's uh championships he doesn't seem to be he hasn't seemed to win one once he started claiming that he's won some before so that's that's i'm old enough to have played fantasy baseball for about 35 years that's a listener's theory that i like never won one I didn't say that. Yes, you did. This was the listeners' yes, theory. Yes, you did. Uh, listen right. to you over here trying to just Whatever. stir the pot. Whatever. Leave it was Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. All right. Well, I'm so glad we brought up the uh, fantasy baseball, uh, fantasy <laughs> yeah, football somehow idea. We, somehow we got this fantasy baseball. That was a baseball. stupid idea by me. I was just saying was how good of a friend up. I am to Adam for listening to him and his uh, championship woes. Whatever. Let's get to break. Big five on the other side. We're going to Chris. All right. Here we go at 436. Happy Wednesday to you, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. on his birthday, Matt Scraby, as uh, we uh, celebrate here in the Odyssey Palace uh, Studios. Boy, uh, the American League East, of course, the Baltimore Orioles are still alive. They didn't play in the wild card round, but the rest of the American League East, Tony, went out with barely a whimper in the first round. Tampa Bay Rays, they score one run in two games. They go. They get swept by Texas, final 7-1 to one today. And now the Toronto Blue Jays, they go out to the Minnesota Twins. They also score just one run in two games. Minnesota shuts them out 2 nothing today. And uh, so the Twins move on to face the Astros. The Rangers move on to face the Orioles in the American League Divisional Playoffs. Now we'll uh, turn our attention to the National League. Milwaukee trying to stave off elimination, got two in the bottom of the first against Zach Gallen and the Diamondbacks, Sal Freelich with a sacrifice fly, Willie Adamas with an RBI single to center. So 2 nothing Brew Crew. Of course, they jumped out to a 3 nothing lead last night. It did not hold up against the pesky Diamondbacks. Later on, the Miami Marlins will face the Philadelphia Phillies with the Phillies up one game to none. All right. That sets the stage for 
today's Big Five, which will be brought to you by Matt Scraby after a check of traffic. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Well, this hour in 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by BalancePro.org. Are you a senior and homeowner who is struggling with day-to-day expenses? Balance offers reverse mortgage counseling, a loan that enables you to withdraw a portion of your home's equity for expenses. Learn more and visit BalancePro.org or call 1-888-456-2227. Lots of news today in Padre land as A.J. Preller had his end of the season press conference earlier today we're going to play a little bit of it here in the five o'clock hour but and we'll also talk uh hear from sam levitt in the five o'clock hour but now that we know that bob melvin is returning to padres in 2024 along with aj preller those boxes have been checked on the off-season to-do list so chris what is the next biggest item on the off-season list with those out of the way? It is to make an appointment with the Karma Police and try to <laughs> get some good luck back to this franchise for 2024. I, I know you're asking me what player do they need to most pay attention to. No, I, I'm asking for anything. You know yeah, I accept I, that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost partially kidding here. I mean, the Padres need some good luck, some good fortune. Uh, nine and twenty something in one-run games, two and twelve and extra innings. Never got a hit with runners in scoring position. It's hard to believe that all of those things are going to happen again in 2024. And you, you just hope, you know, my old saying, water finds its level. You hope it comes back in the Padres' favor next year. So I thought the karma was really bad this year. Um, and I think that has something to do with, you know, not everybody being on the same page and there being some discord in the organization. So... Sometimes that plays out on the field. As far as individual signings, et cetera, you know, I don't think the people they really want to keep, they're going to be able to afford to keep. So I'm I'm not going to go there. All right, Tony, now that Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller are returning to the team and those things are off the list, what is the next biggest item on the offseason list for the Padres? I mean, this could be – it really depends. Sorry. It could (laughs) – this guy's just pointing to things. Um, I would think that it it, it's, it goes to shoring up the the starting rotation would probably be the next big thing. You don't whether that's bringing Seth and 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 Mike back and Blake. I, I mean, I don't know what that looks like, but it's got to be a high priority uh, on the list of things to do. That's probably what's next. All right. Changes are coming to the transfer portal with the NCAA in the process of shortening the number of days players have to enter their name into the portal. Today, the NCAA Division I Council approved shrinking of those windows, dropping the gap from 60 days to 45 days. And the 45-day portal window is affected in all sports and will be in place this year. The other window after the football season is going from 45 to 30 days. This was done to help schools figure out who is leaving and who is staying while juggling the high school commitments and coaches leaving for other jobs as well. Tony, is this uh, shrinkage of the... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's such the, a child, man. I no, I was like, that's a bad word. Are you thinking of George Costanza and Seinfeld? With yes, that? yes, I was. Okay. Is the shrinkage of transfer portal time a big deal? I don't know if it's a big deal. It's a. It feels like it's a small step in the right direction. Um, they got to do something. And, and you know, I, I was having this conversation uh, with somebody. Can't remember who it was, but. It's really affecting, the portal is affecting a lot of the high school players. Because, you know, because of the expectation on winning at, at the collegiate level, of course a college coach is going to want to go with a more experienced talent versus having to mold the freshmen. And I think the freshmen, oh, you know what I was talking about? I was talking with, with my, my buddy Prince. You know, because his son is 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 being recruited. Prince to, Fielder. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I should have not uh, not the formerly not, the, not, not, not the artist formerly known singer. as yeah. Prince, but yes, <laughs> Prince Fielder. And I think that's where you know a lot of the kind of I don't know the overspill, if you will, is affecting the the high school players. So yeah, I, I hope they get it cleaned up. I don't think this is going to clean it up. I think this is a, a, a step. I would say a small step in the right direction, and um, they'll have to find a way to do more because it, it, it is like the wild, wild west right now. I wouldn't even know. Chris, is this a big deal? Um, I don't think it's enough. I, I, they've got to put some tighter rules on the transfer portal. They got to they got to figure out a way to come down on some tighter rules on the NIL because it's not being yeah, used that, in the way it too. was intended. That too. None of that stuff is really going the way it was intended to go. Um, I, I hate to limit what athletes can do in terms of having the freedom to go play where they want to play, but I agree with Tony. There has to be some set of restrictions just so you can not just have madness, yeah, chaos. and uh, chaos. So. Yeah, I think it's it's a step in the right direction, but it's not a big deal yet because they're not really making the rules stringent enough to get what they really need. Uh, I almost felt I almost sent you guys a post from Caleb Williams. I thought it was from Caleb Williams, and you I almost, almost got got I again. Almost got got because it was about how he uh, was saying. Apparently, this post said that he was saying he makes more money now than he would in the NFL, so he's going to stay in college another year. And I was like, man, look at this guy. And then it I turned out it wasn't him. I'm so happy I didn't send it to you guys. So happy. Number three. And therein lies why Chris and I like to roast Gray, because he actually thought that went through. A lot of times he doesn't. Yeah, and then we, I'm learning. We, we, yes, you are. You are learning. I mean, great. from the first day we did this show to now, I am much less stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to roast that comment. Nope. nope, nope, nope. That one stands alone. That, that better be at the beginning of a show. I know that. <laughs> much. <Okay. laughs> Pete Alonzo, Mets slugger, was furious after learning the news that Buck Showalter wouldn't be coaching the Mets in 2024. And apparently, Alonzo had to get tired talked out of heading into Steve Cohen's office to voice his disapproval of the situation, according to New York Post Mike Puma. Uh, apparently, a few Mets players weren't happy with this decision. Uh, Francisco Lindor was not happy with this decision. But, Chris, Steve Cohen's ownership so far has been kind of rocky. Do you think he's in over his head with this team? No, I don't. I think he's just like any other owner, though. Ah. He, he thinks that... 
He thinks that owning a baseball team is like running whatever business he ran to make the gazillions of dollars he's made. That's the problem. And it's not the same. But over his head might be a little a little much. I mean, the Mets, by all rights, should have had a good team this year. And I think that he did all the things that, that he possibly could to try and make them good. I mean, they had a ton of talent. They had a ton of payroll. You know, Scherzer couldn't stay 100% healthy. Verlander was never healthy. That probably wasn't a great signing in the be- in the beginning. But... Um, yeah, owning a baseball team is a little different animal, and you got to you got to get some good people in charge to run it for you. But I think you made a smart move in getting rid of Buck Showalter. Can't man just pay way out of a paper bag. <laughs> Check my ears, Buck. <laughs> Hang with him. Yeah, uh, Tony is Steve Cohen over in over his head with this team. I think the jury might still be out. Hmm. And I don't. And I shouldn't say it. It's not that harsh. But I'm just saying he he, he allowed for some. I think some signings that were questionable Scherzer, at best. Verlander. Yeah. Uh, they didn't work out. And then he pivoted and told Max Scherzer, you know what? We're not even going to be competitive in 2025. That would lead me to believe that he he may not he may need more time to officially put the stamp on it. But those kind of moves make you think you're out over your head, at least. Or he came in over his head and then realized okay this is the way I'm approaching this isn't working so either he was over his head and came to came back water found its level or uh or he's we don't the jury's still out but this has not been the way I think he expected it to go when he took over the team other thing is this Pete Alonso is going to go into Steve Cohen's office like furious. Pete like, Alonso is a little bit of a kook. It, it just seems like Pete. I think that you, I think you would know that's not the move. I'm going to go into Steve Cohen's office and tell him how I feel after I, he's already fired the manager. But Pete is just acting on emotion. My point. He seems like a little bit of a meathead sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I said kook. I think meathead's better. I, I think yeah, that's a no, better I, I think it's an apt description. He seems, I mean, that that move, I, I, I can't think of a, a circumstance in which somebody would need to be convinced not to go to the owner's office to air him out about a decision of his own ball club. What's his contract status? It's not. I don't know. He, it's in flux, I believe. I don't think he has a long-term deal with the Mets. I'm looking it up real quick while we have the second. And Pete Alonzo, he's going into his third year of arbitration also, in he, 2024. He can be a free agent after 2024. Yeah, after that. He made $14.5 million last year. You think that's too low for him? I think it's going to go up in arbitration. It's definitely going to go up in arbitration. All right. Number two. Uh, During this week's installment of their New Heights podcast, Jason Kelsey asked his brother Travis what he thought about the league's coverage of Taylor Swift. And Travis said he thinks the league is overdoing it a bit. He said that quote. Uh, Here's another quote. I think it's fun when they show who's at the game. I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to what you're watching. But at the same time, they're overdoing it a little bit. End quote. Jason Kelsey said basketball does it right. You show the celebrities when you move on. Tony, has the NFL's coverage of Taylor Swift been embarrassing? I don't know if it's embarrassing, but I think Travis is on to something. I think the NFL's never really had to deal with anything like this. They can't sit courtside. They're usually like, I don't know. They they don't usually have, they're usually the main attraction. When a football game is on. The the, the game. The game is the main attraction. Yeah. Yeah. An NBA game, 
the game is the main attraction, but because they're so close to the to the to the to the court of play, they uh, they get. I think he's right though. You show her once. We know she's in the box twice, maybe. But the, what he also has to realize is most of the 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 actors, actresses, musicians that go to NBA games aren't dating necessarily. Yeah. Said best player on the yeah, field at true. the time. True, so true. every time he catches a ball, naturally, camera's gonna go find his L M G. That was Taylor Swift. Stop it, hater. <laughs> Chris says the NFL's coverage of Taylor Swift been embarrassing. Probably not. Uh, to me, it has because I'm a hardcore football fan and I'd like to see my football without too many Taylor Swift interruptions, but. I think they're doing what they probably should be doing. And uh, my guys on TMZ uh, did a whole story on this last night. And they concluded... <laughs> calls it a story. <laughs> yeah, they, they concluded that Taylor Swift is that important to the NFL that they need to be showing her. And their point is, is that... There's new fans. There's new fans Absolutely. that are yes. coming to yes. the National that Football League Absolutely. because of Taylor Swift. That is true. So the NFL would be stupid not to take advantage of this opportunity to show her as often as they can and make a big deal out of her. And I was taken aback when I first heard the comment because I thought, the NFL is more popular than anything. But guess what? I don't think the NFL is more popular than Taylor Swift. I don't think. You're right. No, you're she, right. Well, so, when we were in Cincinnati earlier this year, she did a concert there, and that bad boy was, I mean, overflowing. She's selling out football venues, yeah. not arenas. Yeah. She's selling out football arenas. Yeah. Big deal. That is Big a time. huge deal. That is a huge deal. I guess Fox, the first game, asked her if they could use some of her music to rejoin or when they were showing her, and she said nope. Yeah, she needs to get paid for that. Sorry. She's very serious about no, her music. I, well, catalog. she had to fight for, you know, a whole bunch of years to get She her. did. I think it was like Justin Bieber's manager it, it, owned it, it or yeah, something. something along those lines. Scooter Braun. I don't know his name. I just know she was in a fight for a long time. She was. So she's she probably was. a little sensitive about that. Number one. You know, it's okay to play Shake It Off for five seconds. No, Taylor. no. I need right. my chips with dip. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Last one. Carl Ravitch, ESPN Sunday Night Baseball voice. He is calling the playoffs, and he called the game last night between the Phillies and the Marlins. And this is what he's getting roasted for. There is no bigger home field advantage in Major League Baseball than what they enjoy here in Philadelphia. Oops. Trey Turner learning for the first time what it means to be in a postseason. They are 22 and 11 at Citizens Bank Ballpark since it opened. Did he so, forget that he's a World Series winner? <laughs> Yowza. So, yes, Carl Ravitch is being blasted for this because obviously Trey Turner has been to the postseason several times. Uh, so, my question, and this stems off of him calling that walk off home run earlier in the year that actually wasn't a walk off home run. <laughs> That's right. So, that was awful. Um, Chris, what do you think he meant by Trey Turner? Well, I don't know. I thought he misspoke by saying that there's no bigger advantage in all of baseball than Citizens Bank Park. I mean, I, I honestly think the it's people at Wrigley, I feel the people at Fenway, Yankee Stadium, and dozens of other places feel like they got the best baseball fans. Uh, I think in San Diego, we got some pretty good postseason baseball agree. fans. So uh, I'm not going to just let him get away with that comment either. Uh, he's just flat out wrong on Trey Turner. 
And he's just flat out uh, spoken from a, a place of, you know, thinking, knowing a few things about announcing. I don't think Carl Ravitch is good enough to be in the position ah, that he there holds. There we go. I was waiting to get there. <laughs> I just don't. I, I, I think there's so many guys that are much better than him that deserve that place of honor in, you know, the Sunday night baseball voice. Uh, the mistakes this guy makes are pretty poor for a guy of his supposed caliber. So mm. there you have it. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what do you think Carl Ravitch meant by this? I don't know. I think he, I, I hope he misspoke. Uh, it's I don't, a pretty big misspeak. It's a, it's a huge one, uh, especially since he was with the Dodgers and they haven't missed a playoff. Do you think the, the guys in the booth were like looking at him like, dude, he won a World Series? You know, typically when that happens, you just pretend like you didn't hear it. <laughs> you just go forward you just like look Dallas forward, like, Braden uh, did that one time <laughs> yeah, with that, the A's guy. <laughs> I think uh, I won't be – I'm not mad at him for the Philly comment. After spending however many games there last year, was it three? Yep. Yeah, it, that place was insane. Like, it's deafening there. Hmm. So – he can have that he one. He can have that right. one. But the other part is, is, I mean, the man's won a World Series. And he went to the, world, the playoffs played last year. Played in Los year. Angeles. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> he's played in some pretty big venues. I think he's, And that wasn't even his point. His point was that he's getting a taste of what it postseason what the postseason is really like. Yeah, I think he maybe meant that he's getting a taste because he was in, in a, Philadelphia. I think that's what yeah. he was trying to say. It so didn't I, come That's why that. I said, I hope he misspoke. Yeah. All right, that's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we'll hear from A.J. Preller talking about the future of the Padres on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 